Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the art of charm. Learn everything you need to know to crush it in business, love, and life. All right, today we're back with Kim Salter. She's just been a gem. A lot of good feedback from the AOC sisters when it comes to having Kim on the show. Today we're talking about quote unquote top five mistakes women make when trying to attract someone, but she does a really good job breaking these guys and girls, for that matter, down into archetypes. The chief the nice girl butt, the list lady, the narcissist magnet, y'all know who you are, and we're gonna talk in depth about these and how you can have a quote unquote secret weapon when it comes to these different archetypes and how you should be leveraging those or defending yourself against them. So enjoy this one with Kim Seltzer, and of course, welcome to The Art of Charm. I'm your host, Jordan Harbinger. And of course, as you know, I'm here with Kim Seltzer. The Art of Charm brings together the best thought leaders, teachers, and exceptional individuals to teach you how to be a top performer in life, love, and at work. We may not have all the answers, but we definitely have all the questions. All right, let's talk to Kim. And we're back with Kim Seltzer, the resident therapist for females here at The Art of Charm in LA. And I wanted to bring you back again because we're doing this sort of AOC female dating toolbox, dating and relationship toolbox, I should say. Likewise, you have archetypes for female personality types, which I think is pretty fascinating. And I wanted to break down some of that because archetypes, the value scale that we have for people at The Art of Charm has been one of the most useful things we've ever talked about here on the show. So I think anything that's even remotely like that is great. So welcome back, first of all. Thank you, and I really liked hearing that I'm a resident now at AOC. You're resident. I like living here, this is great. You have to move into the walk-in closet, yes. (laughs) Do I get my own room eventually? No, bunk beds only, sorry. But luckily on this show, you can take up all the space you need. I wanna go through some of these archetypes and list some of the characteristics and talk about why they're important. Because a lot of the women that we talk to and that you talk to have some very similar problems when dating. Age, family of origin, previous relationships, especially behavior patterns and their living environments and things like that. So do you see common challenges among your female clients that we can start relating to right away? I do. You know, it's very common when women come to me and usually they're at the point where they kind of know their issues. A lot of them have been in therapy. They've done a lot of work on themselves and they'll come to me and they say, you know, why don't guys ever approach me? I've done all this work on myself. I still don't know what's happening. Why do I keep attracting the bad guys? All of that. And I'm all about like you guys 
you know, for the men at AOC is show me, don't tell me. And so when I go out in the field and I see what's happening in their body language and their messaging, the way they're dressing, all of the stuff that you can't really necessarily see when you're doing the internal work in therapy sessions or whatever... I've been seeing some commonalities. And, you know, after I work with women, I type up the summary. And this is where actually this was born is I was typing up all these summaries and I was finding myself writing the same things a lot. Like there was a pattern here. I'm like, oh my gosh. I almost felt like I was writing the same reports over and over again. And what this said to me is that not to say like, oh my God, everybody's a hot mess. It was more like, wow, there's some common challenges that we women are having when it comes to dating. I mean, dating is tough these days. Never before in, I think, history has there been so many people, especially over the age of 40, dating. So we're all kind of floundering, right? And then we have a different kind of society like with the millennials and the the 20-somethings where they're getting lost where dating isn't even dating anymore. It's hanging. Let's go over some of these archetypes. These are not, I would assume, completely descriptive of one person. Not every woman or person at all is 100% of one archetype. It seems like these would be found in combination. Oh my gosh, totally. I'm glad you said that because in fact, I encourage all of you as you're listening to these archetypes to almost rate yourself in each category because you may say, all right, on a scale of one to 10, I'm kind of like a five in this category. And then there may be a category where you find, oh my God, I'm off the charts. I'm like a 10. This is me. And you know, it's just to look at these different areas. I have traces. Everybody has traces of each of these. But like we talked about on some of our other shows, we're talking about areas that are imbalanced, that are more severe than others that are causing certain patterns in your life. Okay. So the first archetype, Drum roll, please. No drum roll. Not going to happen. Not yes, going to happen. Continue. So okay. <laughs> the chief. So here there's a tendency to exude almost a little bit of a masculine energy. You know, women are getting stronger, stronger in the workforce. We're seeing more and more women who quite honestly can do it all and is doing it all. But so much so that she's getting a little rough around the edges. She may initiate too much. She doesn't really pay attention to the kind of feminine softer side. And overall, men get the feeling that they're kind of running the board meeting or that she's got it all so that there's no room for him. And he feels somewhat emasculated around her. Yeah, we're not needed because she's more athletic than us, smarter than us. And we feel threatened by that. But also, not only are we maybe a little threatened by that, but we don't even know what we could possibly add to the relationship. Exactly. And, you know, at the end of the day, we all need to feel needed, right? And I think men more so. And like, if you look at the caveman era, men like want to provide and protect. The caveman shows up at her house and he hunted a piece of meat for her and she opens the door and she's like, oh, sorry, I have it already. Slam. I mean, that's what it feels like to the guy. And so what are the characteristics of this woman? How does that get played out? I mean, that's the overall feeling. So what I see out in the field is that there's a tendency to argue and debate, you know? So even like in conversations, she'll just get in this like debate mode. She'll tend to be a little bit competitive in the way she goes about things. A lot of her dating clothes consists of business suits, blazers, pants, like she just came out of a board meeting. Her body language can be a little bit harsh. 
So they're quick, they're tense. They're, again, a little more in the masculine type of energy flow. And then finally, even just when it comes to planning a date, she may plan it, you know, like he'll pick a time and a place and she's like, no, how about if we go here and here, you know? So that is something that I see playing out a lot. But what's interesting about these women, when I ask them, you know, what kind of man do you want? They all want an alpha man. They want a man to cherish and take care of them. They don't want to be in this role. It's exhausting, but yet they don't know how to get it. So what do we do if we find ourselves in those shoes in that situation? So my secret weapon for the chief, so to speak, with one, your body language. Try to relax. Even with your clothes, the blazer, take it off, put a dress on, get in your feminine, sexy side, shake off your day. Always always tell women never go on a date or like a social setting right after work. Give yourself some time and space to get your kind of sexy mojo on, you know, dance around, listen to music, maybe have a glass of champagne, whatever it is to shake off your day so that you don't walk in with that masculine energy from work. Also, just, you know, let the man take care of you. And I know that sounds really cliche, but just let a man take care of you. A lot of these chiefs don't know what that means. What they interpret is that they need to dumb down. I want to be really clear. Femininity is not about being dumb. Guys love smart women. That's not the issue. But when they get the sense that you got it all, that they can't even do anything for you, that you enjoy kind of just this reciprocity between the two sexes, that's when they feel kind of emasculated. Over the last 17 years, we have launched our fair share of online courses, coaching programs, and finding the right platform has always been a challenge. They say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know the hard work that comes with it. That's why you need Kajabi. Kajabi makes it easy to run your entire online business from one platform so you can focus on what you love, creating. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part? Kajabi doesn't cut into your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't even need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com charm. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash charm. Go to Kajabi dot com slash charm and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people, because they're all going to give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash charm. Just go to indeed.com slash charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So let's go to the next. Okay, the second archetype is what I call the list lady. And the list lady is the one who whips out her list that scrolls out really, really long. And it has all the qualifications that a man must be. On a date, how does that get played out? Well, she's constantly doing like Q&A interview of the qualifications the man must have in order to be the one for her. And if there's one thing that's not on her list, she'll dismiss him. And then because her list is so long, there's no one good enough. And so then she hypothesized, well, there's no good men out there. What do we see out in the field? How does that play out? Again, she may conduct the date like an interview process. Like she'll ask, oh, so how long were you married for? And how many kids do you have? And what kind of job do you have? And how long has your divorce been? Like she gets into all these nitty gritty things that can drive a man crazy. There's also a lot of times a sense of urgency or desperation to find the right one. So much so, like maybe she has this desire to have kids. And so on the first date, she's like, so do you want kids? You know, like that's the first on his list. And he's like, well, I did, but not with you. The other thing I see is she gets really target specific in a social setting, who she talks to and who she flirts with. So it's like, oh, well, that guy isn't the kind of prototype that I'm looking for. So she won't even give him a chance. She'll only dress up for the man she's interested in. So again, I think it's overall, she's almost too target specific on what she'll actually accept. But what I find a lot of times is that the things that are on this list are things that probably she lacked in her last relationship. So she's so desperately trying to correct the experience that she's overcompensating. So it really is a protection. I totally get that. A lot of that might be misguided too, right? Like, oh, my last guy was never around. He was a workaholic. So I want somebody who has more passions in life than just work. And like you said, overcompensating, that can lead to weird stuff like, I don't date guys that work for big corporations anymore. I like to date guys who are artistic. So then they're on this like musician kick or whatever. But the problem is they liked the fact that the other guy was stable and worked really hard. So they're trying to find this unicorn because they can't compromise. Exactly. Oh, that's so well put. The unicorn. But as you and I both know, unicorns don't exist. A lot of people know that, actually. But yes, you're right. (laughs) 
that makes it really tricky to do that. Don't tell my six-year-old niece that unicorns don't exist. The fact is, though, this will make it impossible for you to date because you can make a list after one relationship and then you can make a list after the second one and every time you do this, the list gets more impossible. Exactly. And so guess what? That is the protection that she's using so that she doesn't get hurt in the future. Right. Very cool. And secret weapon? So, okay. So instead of asking a million questions of the man on a date, share personal stories instead. And I know you teach this at the Art of Charm. You know, storytelling is such a great thing. Just sink in, get to know each other, have fun, be light. Don't be so focused on the end result, but rather just being and getting to know a person. And so I often teach women how to do storytelling in a fun, flirty, um, personal way. So a guy finds you more playful rather than this kind of rigid interview type woman. And also let the man see your vulnerabilities and show emotion and so that he gets to know you on a more personal level, again, rather than hiding behind the list. And the next one. Okay, so the next one I call the nice girl butt dot dot dot. She's really great. She's really nice, but kind of too nice. And men often put her into the friend zone due to lack of, you know, sexual attraction. So it's not just too nice. It's only nice. It's just only nice. I'll hear from the men. Oh, what a great girl. She's a good girl. She's nice. She's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. Like there's no like sexual passion behind it. Yeah. She also could be a little bit masculine. One of the guys, tomboy. She'll be a tomboy in the conversation. So she'll maybe talk about business and she talks about sports and she'll do like high fives. And she also may be a little bit insecure. So she'd rather like hang with a guy, so to speak. Sure. What I see and how I see it playing out in the field is that she feels funny or embarrassed when we talk about flirting or turning up the sexual energy with men. Men usually just want to be her friend. She is more comfortable dressing casual. So like loose jeans, sneakers, and a t-shirt is much more preferable than a dress and heels. And she really rarely gets to the second date. That's no good. What's the secret weapon? Well, the secret weapon, and I know, again, it's simplicity, but master the art of flirting. And we have a whole episode on flirting, but this is key. Get sexy. Avoid being placed in the friend zone by mastering that. And avoid topics of weather and sports and politics. And again, go into storytelling and be light. And for God's sakes, get a dress. If any of the women out there feels like they can't wear a dress or if it's not them, contact me because I always find something that works for everybody. Lennon and McCartney, Jagger and Richards, Watson and Crick, AJ and Johnny. What about the perfect duo when it comes to growing your business? Well, that's you and Shopify. That's right, Johnny. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling your own fire merch or promoting your productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, as well as millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. And AJ, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands that you love, giving your customers more variety and your business more sales. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash charm. Go to shopify.com slash charm now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash charm. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, the fourth one. The fourth one is what I call the dame. She's the female knight. Okay, she's wearing the armor so thick that a man can't even make a dent. So she tends to give no body signals that she's available. There was this woman I coached. This was the typical thing that I saw. She came to me and she said, Kim, I've done all this work. I'm really like open when I go out and I don't understand. Men never approach me again. So I say, show me, don't tell me. We go out. She shows up with completely closed body language, not looking around. She has a turtleneck on a corporate blazer and flats. And she's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) So I made her take off the jacket. I mean, there was obviously little I could do because we weren't in a shop. But I fixed her hair a little bit. I put some lipstick on. And I started having her just making eye contact and smiling and laughing. And we created this energy in the bar that was so magnetic that Actually, a guy came up to us and said, you know, I don't know you girls. And normally I come here like every Thursday for happy hour and I don't talk to anybody. But you guys look like you're having so much fun and I love your energy. I just felt like I had to come talk to you. And it happens all the time. But the point was, is that she wasn't open to that. And what I find is a lot of the dames have been hurt a lot before. And so they carry this armor around them. And it's more in their body language than even in their messaging, if that makes sense. You know, maybe they're just talking to their girlfriends in public places or social settings. They'll be like kind of sitting in the corner, right? Not even open to saying, hey, come talk to me. Never make direct eye contact or smile. They're stiff in their body language. They look down a lot. They may also wear clothes that kind of hides them. 
Maybe it's like all black or oversized clothes that don't flatter them. So that's what I see with the dame. Okay. What's the secret weapon to get out of that one? Turn your cab light on. Turn the cab light on. I like it. Turn the cab light on. Give these guys smoke signals that you're available. And if you shift your body language and you just start there, the rest will actually come. And I find this to be true. So when I have the women actually practice in the field, I said, I want you to make at least eye contact with five guys right now. And I want you to also notice who's looking at you. That's where it all starts. And then it becomes almost like a domino effect. And then internally, they start opening themselves up as well. Perfect. And I think we have time for one more. Okay. Well, the last one is we had a whole show on and it's called the narcissist magnet. And actually, people tell them that they're amazing, that they're beautiful. They seem like they have everything together. They're caregivers, they're excellent listeners, but they tend to put other needs before themselves. They don't demand respect. They don't set boundaries. And so narcissists prey on them because they make the narcissist feel amazing. And when I see that getting played out in the field, these are women who sit and listen. They're great audience. They don't share much about themselves. They laugh, they giggle, they make the man feel amazing, or they tend to come off as therapists or mothers in their interactions. You know, they're concerned how the guy feels and, oh, tell me about this and that. And they're not really demanding the same amount of attention on themselves. All right. And last but not least, what's the secret weapon for this? The secret weapon is when you're out and about, look for reciprocity in your interactions with men. Narcissists are good at being charming. They talk all about themselves. Look at the equation of your conversation of how much you're listening and how much you're sharing. And if you're finding yourself listening, like, 90% of the time, you need to shift that. You need to start sharing yourself and offering something in the conversation and then see how the guy reacts. So that's a quick tip that you can do just in the way that you communicate with these guys. Perfect. And we did, of course, a whole toolbox episode about sort of filtering for narcissism and things like that. So we can link to that in the show notes as well. So there's a lot here that we can use to make sure that we're dating the right kind of people. And look for these behaviors in yourself, of course, and guys, if you're out there, look for these archetypes with the women that you date and see where they fall on any of these spectrums, because obviously, you're gonna be able to not only help female friends use these to their advantage, but you can help avoid some pitfalls in your own dating life by paying attention to this type of thing. You know, that's a really good point. Like, if you're a guy and you find yourself always being attracted to the dames, for instance, you know, you have to take a look at your piece and why you're attracting that as well. So I like that you said that. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much, Kim. This has been informative, of course, and I can't wait till the next one. Me too. This stuff is always fascinating. You know, anything that breaks down people into archetypes and sort of shows us what behavior, what tactics, techniques we need to navigate or circumnavigate those archetypes is fantastic. It's the tactical end of social dynamics and it's at the core of what we teach at The Art of Charm, especially during our live programs and in our toolbox as well. So much appreciated, Kim, coming on always. We have more from Kim, of course, coming up in the next few weeks as well. And by the way, guys and girls alike benefit from all of this stuff and I think that's really the key takeaway is yes, we've heard a lot from the AOC sisters, but the whole AOC family 
is on board with these, and that makes me very, very happy. If you enjoyed this one, don't forget to thank Kim on Twitter. We'll have that linked in the show notes as well. I'm also on Twitter at The Art of Charm. Our sponsors and advertisers are in the show notes, or go to theartofcharm.com slash advertisers. You can click on the little album art if you're listening on your phone, your iPad, and it should do a little flippy flip and you can see the show notes right on your phone. So let us know if you have any problem finding anything we've mentioned on the show. Also, check out our social capital challenge at theartofcharm.com slash challenge or text charmed to 33444, that's C-H-A-R-M-E-D, to 33444. And by the way, I've heard from some of our Canadian fam that they've been trying it and it doesn't work. I'm sorry that the texting thing doesn't work up there. It kind of seems dumb, but I guess different carriers, different short codes, which is what those little digits are. So if you're up in Canada land or the UK, Australia, or anywhere else in the world but the US, please check us out at theartofcharm.com slash challenge, and we'll get you the exact same thing that you would when texting, I promise. We'll also email you our fundamentals toolbox that covers topics like nonverbal communication and persuasion, networking, negotiation, all that jazz, and I'm doing regular weekly videos and drills to help you move forward every single week. That's theartofcharm.com slash challenge, or if you're in the US, text charmed to 33444. This episode of The Art of Charm was produced by Jason DeFilippo. Jason Sanderson is our audio engineer and editor. Show notes on the website are by Robert Fogarty, and I'm your host, Jordan Harbinger. Go ahead, tell your friends, because the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to someone else, either in person or shared on the web. Now stay charming and leave everything and everyone better than you found them. 